<clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, America, how are you? It's Sunday night. Sunday night and surprise, a Midsummer's live session on the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, so apparently I parked my vehicle in the right place in front of the right building because here I am and I happen to be on the show bearing my name. So, welcome. It is the uh, unofficial, official, I don't know, uh, end of the holiday weekend celebrating 4th of July, which fell in the middle of the week. Sorry for those of us who couldn't get the extended time, but uh, hopefully you got away for the weekend. Join me at joemahalik.com. That's the website. That's where it's all happening. In fact, if you go there right now, you can hear the live show. You just press play. We're on Season 1, Episode 19, so that should be at the top of the list there. You can also join me at spreaker.com. Look us up, The Joel Mahalik Show. And you can chat with me there, if you'd like, by signing in for free to chat with your Facebook account. So you don't have to sign up for a Spreaker page. You just sign in with your Facebook account and then... You can chat there as well. Follow me on Facebook, speaking of which, at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. And so that's how you get I'm also on Instagram, at Joel M. Joel Mahalik. Mr. Smith. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, so yes, uh, we actually just got back like an hour ago from our uh, away time. Down at the beach, and um, I have quite a few things to go over tonight on the program, and um, I wanted to start, this is actually, this was not planned, the whole show was kind of planned out last week, and then uh, I had to talk about this thing, now, uh, some of you may think that what I'm about to talk about is, well, he mentions this all the time. And I do claim to you, I've never lied and not said that there'll be subject matter that is constantly visited upon on this show because I think it's important stuff. And I think it's important that I pass it on. I think it's important for discussion. And this has to do with distracted driving. Uh, and driving in general, we've talked about this before. It is a constant problem if you're from anywhere in the area of New York to Maryland, Eastern Shore, Maryland, anywhere in that corridor. You probably have heard this story uh, on Friday afternoon, just before 4 o'clock, on Route 1 in Delaware. On the main, which is the main artery, by the way, for travel. And on a holiday weekend, it was being heavily traveled. There was one hellacious accident that involved three cars and cost five lives. Four children and a father. Five out of six people in a minivan. Their life over. Um, this, this affected, uh, a lot of people as far as traveling and traffic. It fact, we were part of that. We were actually, um, and thanks to, um, my daughter's boyfriend who actually gave us a heads up about it because we were busy getting things ready last minute and did not know it. And he alerted us to the, uh, the, the brief news that he knew of, which is accident on route one and everything's starting to get backed up. That's basically the traffic report. So going on that, we actually uh, decided on the alternate route, which was very heavy because of that. But, you know, this thing affected everybody in so many different ways. Groups that I belong to online, all the way down to Eastern Shore, Maryland, discussing this. Because a lot of these people, no doubt, traveling to points, 
Southern Delaware, Delaware beaches, Eastern Shore, Maryland, all these vacation spots. That's where we were going. And so everybody was not only affected with travel, but all the all the great things being discussed and the and the prayers and the thoughts and and things like that for the people who were injured, uh, for the mother who survived. And on the way down, all of a sudden, because of all this, you, you, you're filled with the emotion of it. You're in these traffic patterns now that are extremely heavy. You become, if only for a moment, you hope, more aware. So I'm driving, and I am more aware, and I'm also more aware that people still really don't give a damn about how they're driving. And now, you know, we're, we're more in tune. We're more in tune than we've been. Because we're listening to these reports on the, uh, the police and fire scanner. We're listening to the news reports. We're listening to, you know, the chatter and the radio and, and, and you know, all those things. You're driving in the vicinity of it. You see helicopters all over the place. You see dozens of pieces of apparatus all over two and three different routes. Because of everything that's affected by this. And you cannot help but be affected. And yet still, there were people just zipping in and out of lanes, driving on the shoulder, not using signals, speeding. You know, this crash is still under investigation. We don't know all the details. Like, we know that a, that a work-style pickup truck suddenly uh, left his lane of travel and went across the median into the other lane, hitting two different cars. And after he hit the first car, continues traveling out of control on that side of the road. Like, I want to know what happened. That's the piece of news I'm waiting for. Uh, you know, uh, and we all want to know. Because this is a piece of road with a bad reputation for people that just drive erratically, drive fast, notorious for big time accidents. I want to know what was going on in that truck when this happened. You know, the police reports have so far told us that there was no impairment on the par- on the part of the minivan where five, four, five out of six people were killed. No impairment. On the part of the driver of the first car struck by the truck. And then they say the driver of the truck impairment has not been determined. What has taken so long to know what happened to make that truck leave the southbound lanes? I think it was in the south. I don't want to get it wrong. Leave the one side of the roadway into the other. Because I don't understand why people cannot pay attention, even coming home today from the shore. Again, it's it's heavily traveled coming north because it's the end of a holiday weekend. And I don't understand people zipping in and out of slow-moving traffic, speeding. Where are you going that you have to act like that. Where are you headed? That a couple of more minutes, or okay, for us an additional almost hour of travel, to get home safely and alive. Is that too much to ask of yourself? And who's teaching these people the rules of the road? So yes, I am a little curious about what happened in that truck. Were they under some sort of influence? Was there a medical emergency? Were they texting? Was something happened to the truck mechanically? And why is it 
taken so why do we we know almost everything else now except for that and we want to know and if i knew more then i would be able to go in that direction a little bit more and discuss those things i so i can only speculate and i will not speculate in, as to what happened in that pickup truck because we don't have the facts yet but I can share with you the horrors of how people were acting Friday night going down, today coming back. Imagine, imagine if you will, if you're one of the, if if you're somebody that that doesn't really pay attention to how you're driving and how your erratic, distracted driving affects other people around you. If you're that kind of person and you happen to be listening to this broadcast, imagine being that mother who has to go on with her entire family gone. Because I cannot fathom that. I am troubled by that thought. That is a thought that we should not have to contemplate And it's something that nobody should go through, especially if this was for really bad reasons. I can't tell you how much this woman is in our thoughts and prayers, Sharon and I, and how bad we felt and feel for this woman. And believe you me, we were on high alert. Down and back. And let me say something else too. Because we've been guilty and we will not be guilty of this anymore. All four of those children, ages 13 to 20, in the back of the minivan, were not restrained with their seatbelts. So, please... Everyone in the vehicle, seat belted in. That may or may not have been the difference. And we we don't know that. We await the rest of the facts of this case to come out. So, Saturday morning, early morning, somewhere around 5, 5.15, a.m., Further down on Route 1, single car accident and a man died. He left the roadway and hit a pole, then hit a tree. And he died of his injuries. Last night in Rehoboth Beach, some wombat backing out of a out of a driveway or backing out of something onto the street ends up hitting. I think five different vehicles trying to flee the scene. Injures five or six people. And the police said alcohol was most likely a factor. This is one weekend, folks, in one state that I know of. Arrive alive. And I don't know why anyone still has to be told in this day and age that if you're drinking, you shouldn't be driving. And buzzed drinking, buzzed driving is drunk driving. There's no such thing as I'm a little buzzed, I'll be alright. Buzzed and drunk are both the state of inebriation. And you don't belong behind the wheel. So, the uh, another quick thing I wanted to get to that we can make quick before the break. Uh, I'm sorry that this this accident took up some time. That's because I just it it, it will be a constant thing on this show. Uh, you know the, the the way people drive. Yeah, these are real problems. These are real problems. Okay, everyone focuses on really stupid. Uh, asinine political conversations 
most of the time without all the facts. I would rather talk about things that really matter to us as society. Because it really matters to me who's out there with me on the roadway. And how they're behaving. That means more to me than the right and the left fighting over bullshit. The other thing that drives me crazy is as I'm driving to work, you know, I I talked about this before too, picking up your trash, polluting, things like that. It's really crazy. Because we have to take care of the earth. We have to take care of the resources around us. So I'm driving to work and I'm going down this one road, you know, and it's a very uh, wooded road. You know, it's like a shortcut between arteries. And I'm going down that road on Friday morning, Thursday morning actually, and all of a sudden, not there Wednesday night, now Friday morning, a couple dressers all smashed up on the side of the road. And I don't understand this. You can put dressers out in the trash. Nine out of ten times, the trash man will take it. I mean, somebody literally had to take that dresser, instead of take it out of their house, pass in the curb where they could have left it, put it into a vehicle, and then go out at night, I presume, onto a dark road full of woods, and dump it on the side of the road. And now somebody has to waste time and money and resources to go clean that up. Why? Because you're a jackass. If you dump furniture on the side of the road, you're a jackass. I don't care who you are. Simple as that. Don't be a jackass. I mean... This road, it's been good for a long time. But all of a sudden again, I mean, you know, it used to be couches and chairs and mattresses and beds and all kinds of furniture. Cases of empty beer bottles. All on this one segment of road. And this happens everywhere, folks. This is a coast-to-coast issue. So far tonight, the two things I talked about... Or a coast-to-coast issue. And if you're listening from another country, probably in your country as well. These are real everyday problems in society that we can all do something about just by all of us caring. All we have to do is care. If everybody cared just a little bit, we could change the world. We could do that. So anyway, um, I don't. I really don't. I I don't know what else to say uh, about these items, polluting and driving. Uh, you know, I, I feel like we're beating a dead horse. We're going to continue to beat this dead horse. Maybe maybe one day we'll wake the horse up and let it go, because we have all of a sudden started to care. But anyway, come and join me anytime online at Joel Mahalik. Dot com. If you're new to the show, that's Joel, M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C dot com. Also, Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter at WQYB Radio, and you can join me doing a live show. Hey, like tonight on Spreaker.com, look up the Joel Mahalik Show and log in for free using your Facebook account, and then you can get into the chat room. So that's the various ways that you can get a hold of me. And we will hit on some of the other topics of tonight uh, coming up after the uh, break. Uh, We're going to talk about the economy and people who are just quitting their jobs. It's uh, unbelievable to me, this trend. we got to talk about that. Also, uh, Pfizer, the drug maker Pfizer, um, (laughs) more than 100 of their products, they raised the prices. Again, tell you more about what again means. Later on, the Wombat of the Week is a doozy this week. Um, so stay tuned for all of that. And that'll all come up right about after this break. I'll be right back. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. 
This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show, joelmahalik.com. That's where you can hear that, or on Spreaker.com. Just look up Joel Mahalik, and you can find me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. Radio. Not spelled that way, just being fun. Uh, I'm looking at a uh, I'm looking at a link, actually, right now. Uh, um for a GoFundMe page, I'm not a real fan of um, just blasting this stuff out. I, you know, GoFundMe. I mean, it's a legitimate site. Uh, I think a lot of people use it for illegitimate reasons. But I'm going to. I will say that there's a GoFundMe page for the Trinidad family. That was the family that lost five of six of their members in the accident on Friday night, uh, raising money. Um, Obviously, uh, this woman will need support. Um, and so I will post a link in the show notes. And you can go to the link and read more and um, you know, make a donation uh, if you'd like to. And, and, and please, I mean, I, I think it's really important that we all look at how we drive out there how we behave on the roadways uh do are, are we safe are we making sure the people in our vehicle with us are safe doing everything we can for safety because right now folks there are not enough tears on this globe for what this woman's going for going through there's not so uh okay uh, my thanks to my producer mr tony richards for sending that over to me during the break or before the break. I got it during the break. So I want to talk about uh, quitters. (laughs) I don't know any other way to put them. I guess the reports are in and the economy is boosting. So um, with that, I'm glad that the economy is boosting. Uh, Personally, my economy is not boosting, but because of the booming economy... Apparently, workers are choosing to leave their jobs at the fastest rate since the internet boom 17 years ago, and they're getting rewarded for it with bigger paychecks and or more satisfying work. Now, I will tell you this, folks. That's one of the things that that's one of the things that concerns me. Like when I see people do this, and I've been I know a lot of people that just. Like every two years, every 18 months, they're in a new job, and I can't I can't do that. I've been at my job for 12 years. I've been in my part-time job for 15 or 16 years. And I I see people do this. I'm the kind of person that wonders, is the grass really always greener on the other side? If I go over to that side of the pasture, is the grass going to rot under my feet? I don't know. But that's how I think about it. And I know that's the glass is half empty mentality. I get that. But... And that's one of the things that I that I think about when I when I look at pros and cons. Uh, there's always uh, little to no cons, you know, uh, about what I do. And then, so you have that challenge of what happens if I really leave. But <clears throat> the Labor Department data shows that 3.4 million Americans quit their jobs in April, which is near a 2001 peak. And twice the 1.7 million who were laid off from jobs in April. So 1.7 million were laid off. Double of that decided to quit their jobs. They uh, it says here job hopping is job hopping is happening across industries, including retail, food service, and construction, which is a sign of broad-based labor market. Dynamicism. Uh, workers have been made more confident by a strong economy and historically low unemployment at 3.8% this past May, the lowest since 2000. So, what these people are doing is 
in some cases, in many cases, as a many cases, as a matter of fact, according to this uh, article, which, by the way, um, is from I believe it was the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, they're saying most people uh, are quitting and really don't have something else to go to. See, now that's another thing that crosses my mind, and I say, why would you do that? Why would you quit a job? With nothing else lined up. Uh, According to this, many people that do that have a comfortable six months of savings saved up. That's great. I applaud you. I have about six minutes of savings saved up. So, but that's one of the reasons. Sometimes they don't have something else lined up and they just quit. And then they're out of work for a few months looking for that next big paycheck, I guess, is really the way to put it. Because it says right here they're leaving for bigger paychecks and or more satisfying work. So what does that tell you? They're quitting without even knowing what color the grass is over there. But that is a new trend going on. In this booming economy. You know, where is this economy booming and how do I get in on it? (laughs) It's kind of what I'm saying, you know. Uh, Because, and it's interesting because it's one of the industries is restaurant. Restaurant, I've worked in a restaurant industry many years ago for many years. It is a constant revolving door. It just swings and swings and swings. So that doesn't really surprise me that much. But, and then in a sense it does. So, I don't know. Um, If you have a comment about it, I'd love to hear it. You can stop by Facebook. Okay, find me there, at JM Talk. Because if you're listening live, you can post a comment there. If you're not listening live, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'd still like to hear from you. So you can still send that message to me on Facebook and tell me what you think. Have you done it? And was it successful? Did you have to start getting worried and what is it you do for a living that you're getting a big paycheck? <laughs> Put all that on Facebook for me, will you? <laughs> so, uh, but that's that. That is the um, that's that's the current trend. I, I, and I couldn't believe it. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I, I see people that um, are you know are able to work and don't work, and you know that's that's upsetting uh, alone to see people able-bodied people who aren't. And then this squeezed by my desk on like Wednesday while I was doing the prep work for the show. And I said, wait a minute, you mean there's people doing this and, and taking that risk. But then as you read into it, you find out that most of these people that are doing it actually have a method for savings and they have some sort of savings they can fall back on. But isn't that still a risk? Is it just me or is that not still a major risk? Because you're, what happens to your family if something goes wrong in your decision making to leave a job without a job lined up? You know, you don't, you don't, maybe have a job lined up and quit your job, and then maybe it doesn't pan out. I mean, you know, like any time that I've moved jobs, okay. Which in fast food you move jobs, it's that revolving door in, in the food industry, okay, the restaurant industry. But then in any industry, I mean, just my theory, and maybe it's old-fashioned, my theory is, is you know, a rector set. Put the pieces together. Make sure the screws are tight. You know, if you're leaving this one, have something lined up. That's the way I do it. Maybe my method of thinking is old-fashioned. Maybe I'm an old dog you can't teach new tricks to. I don't know. But I see people my age around my age doing this job hopping thing they call it i see it before my eyes do i envy them sure i do i envy them that they're going to the next big paycheck how's the rest of the benefits package though you know that's another thing how does it match up to what you have now in terms of sick and vacation and comp time and things like that i mean is is, is the whole package sweeter anyway so God bless you if you can quit in this economy and win, according to this. More power to you. 
currently right now I'm gonna stay where the hell I am <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that um, so moving along now last week we talked about my uh, latest editorial which was attacking uh, pharmacy companies Novo Nordisk Libby and that other third one that has the that holds all the cards on uh, insulin, Humalog, and you know, um, yeah, the, the the analog insulins, and the reason why we can't get generics. And then across the desk, I like that term. These stories just come across my de- my desk. It's like I'm sitting here, or I'm not sitting here, as it were, and they just kind of tiptoe across my desk and land. Here it is. Tip, 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 tip. And it lands right in front of me. And says, hey, Joel, I'd like to be talked about on the Joel Mahalik Show. And I'll, yes, story. Yes, you are qualified to do so. And so then we shall do so. Okay, so this one, it, it, what was funny about this one is it comes at that time where I've been really promoting this latest editorial because I am trying to find time like I have time, but I'm trying to find time. I want to make this like one of my missions to push this button, keep pushing this this topic forward about the high price of insulin, the high price of of any kind of medication that is life saving, and now any kind of medication. Period. So this story comes across, and it says if Pfizer has raised the prices of 100 products just weeks after U.S. President Donald Trump claimed the pharmaceutical industry was about to implement massive voluntary reductions. Uh, That's not the thing, though. The thing is that Pfizer, this is the second increase this year. And then as I read more, because I want to make sure that I'm semi-informed, if not fully informed, you know, uh, (laughs) and I come to find out, doing some more research, that, you know... uh, all the drug companies raise their prices regular on a regular basis. Now, we don't see this for a couple reasons. One, because if I didn't stumble on this story at the right time, it may not have meant what it does to me if I had not been hard at work uh, talking about the price of insulin. And the second thing is, is we're so absorbed by our insurance costs, we're so absorbed by the medication costs, that if you're not looking for this stuff, you know, and really as of late, I have found a couple resources which give me centered news, no left, no right, and I get it delivered every day. And so now, I, since I've done that, I will tell you this, nation, I like feel like... Uh, like layers have been peeled away from me and I see so much more of important things like this. So I wouldn't have known this if they make a drug that I take and I, they may, I'm not even sure. I didn't look at the list, but I wouldn't have noticed that because the only thing I'm focused on every day, I'm focused on what it's going to cost me for my next 30 month supply. That's what I'm focused on. And so I wouldn't be focused on this. But it just came at the right time. The The clouds came together. The stars lined up. And this story presented itself to me at the time that I was making a point about medication costs. Now listen, it's not all bad news. Because Pfizer, who's the largest standalone drug maker in the country did decrease the prices of five products between 16% and 44%. So they raised 100 (laughs) products, but they lowered five of their products. So, in a conversation I had with my doctor's office, I know that one of the things that uh, they were telling me that the Trump administration is talking about doing is they want to go after the drug companies because of high prices. And, and I would applaud that. I would applaud that if they would do that. I know people in my doctor's office on the staff 
are hoping they do that and hoping that they do that soon. Because, as I said before, we should not have to be, uh, you know, looking uh, each month at what we're going to be able to afford to make sure we can stay alive with these drug prices, you know, and it's not just affecting the people that do not have insurance. It's not because I have insurance. I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Now, when you hear that, you probably think, wow, Blue Cross Blue Shield, they've been around forever. It's a good insurance plan. I pay outrageous prices because I'm on a high deductible plan. Now, I have to make economic choices and, and things because, and, and take a different plan next year so it will benefit me. But that's the thing, right? I talked about that in my editorial. I talked about that on the last show when I talked about the editorial. They wave those cheap plans in front of you. It's like a carrot on a stick. Oh, here's a cheap plan. Comes with a high deductible. But you'll pay so much less out of pocket each week. Okay, and they put that in front of you. So what you're not thinking about is, well, how long would it take me to meet that deductible? Because none of this matters until I hit that deductible. And that's what they don't tell you when they're swinging the carrot in front of you. And then you make those choices to take that over something else. And it's just not... You know, almost... It's almost like anything else, right? It's bait and switch. I hate to say it like that, but that's one of the problems with social media. Bait and switch. Bait and switch stories. Bait and switch news. You know, bait and switch insurance. In fact, that's what they should call, there should be an insurance company out there who practices that doing the same thing and call it bait and switch insurance. That's what it should be called. So, um... I'm looking forward also, I am on the side of the staff at my doctor's office. I'm looking forward to the Trump administration stepping up to the plate and doing something about this. They need to bring these uh, drug company uh, elites in uh, for questioning. And um, they need to look at that more closely, you know. And I'm sorry, I have no sympathy for the drug companies and the prices they charge. Especially knowing... That insulin was given away for free. The patent was given away for free. And now, 100 years later, the patent is being cornered and we're being gouged. We're having our pockets gouged. And it's not right. It is absolutely not right. So. You know, and then of course... Of course, uh, God forbid you have to go out of network. I actually was supposed to have an eye doctor's appointment tomorrow morning. <laughs> and the eye doctor called me. I had this appointment made for like a month. And the eye doctor called me and they said, uh, what kind of insurance do you have for eye care? I, said, um, I don't know. I gave them all my insurance information. I said, you know, obviously, because you're part of my medical group, you have my social security and my date of birth. I mean, you can find out anything that you, that you want. And they said, yeah, we're going to work on that. We'll give you a call back. But well, they called me back and they said, well, this is what you have. I'm like, okay, that's good because I didn't know. And they said, and we don't take it. So we're canceling your appointment. Good luck. Get your eyes checked. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean... So I back on the phone with the insurance company, you know, hello, who do I go to to have my eyes checked on this freaking plan? I, so I can stay in network now in network, I'll get my eye exam to be all paid for, et cetera. And that's nice. That's great. Thanks. If I'd have gone out of network, sheesh, 250, 300 for the eye exam. And then of course, on a previous show, you all know that we're going to Zenny optical for the actual eye glasses. So anyway. All right, so here's the thing. Two-thirds down, a third to go. Uh, we are over here at joelmaholic.com. You can listen there. You can listen to Spreaker.com. Uh, just look up the Joel Mahalik Show. And the chat is open if you want to bring your Facebook login along with you, and you'll be able to chat with me. Facebook is JM Talk. That's the page. Leave me messages and discussion, as you will, after you hear the show. Twitter is WQYB Radio. And I'm on Instagram. I still don't know what the handle is. Um, 
If somebody can just send me a message and tell me how to figure out what the hell my Instagram handle is, I'll be able to give you the official handle every week instead of just saying, look me up. I mean, I can't imagine there's no more than two Joel Mahalics in the world. I'd be surprised. In fact, I'd be so surprised that I think if you found a second Instagram account with my first and last name, it's probably a hacked account, so be careful with that. But anyway, so when we come back, Wombat of the Week is up. This is a doozy. You'll want to stick around for that. I will be back right after this. So I use my computer every day. not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back. It's the Joel Mahalik Show, and I am Joel Mahalik. You can stop by. We're at joelmahalik.com. That's joelmahalik.com. Just push play. Uh, if you're looking at it and going, what does he mean, just push play? We should be, you should see at the top of the list, season one, episode 19. That's where we're at. Hit play, and it should start playing. We've tested this. You can also stop by, look for us at spreaker.com or on the Q radio network. Uh, the Joel Mahalik Show, and you can uh, chat with me using your Facebook login there so you don't have to sign up for a whole new account. That's if you have Facebook. And if you do, stop on by and see us. We're at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. My thanks to uh, my good friend Barry over at Old Time Radio USA who uh, is plugging elements of the show for us. Uh, Barry will actually spend an hour with me. God help him. Uh, uh, coming up this fall. And so you can learn more about what it is that's so special about Barry. What's so special about Barry? That'll be the title of the episode, too. I'll have to remember that. What's so special about Barry? We'll make it sound really... Okay, that was an actual sound effect. I'm here all week, folks. Try to do. Um, I heard a really funny thing, and... uh, (laughs) This is the part of the show where we can't, where we we get a little weird and funny. We have to, right? After having all this serious discussion, we should end on a funny note. But I heard something really funny today. Saw it on social media. And it said, what is the difference between a puppy and a liberal? A puppy stops whining when he grows up. And I thought that was <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty funny, you know. Uh, listen, I have a lot of liberal friends. I have a lot of liberal friends that I don't know why I... Still has liberal friends because they're really out there on the far, far left. And um, apropos of what we were just talking about a little while ago before the break, I like to remind I like to remind people that you know you can you can be as liberal and left as you want. You can be as loony loony and right as you want, and you can. All this anti-Trump rhetoric today. Be as anti-Trump, anti-Republican party all you want. Here's all I have to say right now. It was a Democratic president with a Democratic Congress that pushed the Affordable Care Act in and at that moment that that became law, I no longer had affordable health care. That's not me reading fake news or a bait and switch post on Facebook. That's the fact. 
So, anyway. Anyway. Okay. So, here we go. You're going to like this, folks. Uh, Wombat of the Week. How do you get involved? What is Wombat of the Week? Well, here is what it is. I sift through news stories all week and look for stupid people doing stupid things. That's And they're the people who I affectionately call wombats. So uh, I, I gather a couple stories and I look them over and I compare them and then I, I pick a winner, so to speak. I get to pick the winner because that's how that works. <laughs> so... Um, and then I bring it to you on the show. Now, as audience participation gets larger, I'd like to just do it on the air. And, and we have it that way where the audience picks between, like, say, two or three. Maybe two to keep it really easy uh, and quick. Um, so in that case, I would still be um, picking the, the, the stories that will come to the show, but then you'll vote on it. So that's what it is. Stupid people doing stupid things. Now, you can send these stories to me, so help save me a little bit of time of having to comb the uh, internet, the information superhighway, by sending stories of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or send them to me at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Or you can post them in a message over the Facebook page at JM Talk. So all these different ways for you to get involved, you can send me the stories and we see what's what. Now, um, so now that you know how to participate, and I'm sure I'll get a load of stories next week. Let me take a sip of my tea. Because let's face it, I'm doing all the talking here. Uh, So now I'm sure I'll get a bunch of stories next week because now you know how to play the game. So this week's Wombat you're gonna love this one. Do you mem- Do you remember? I was about to say, do you remember? Which is which is Philly for do you remember? I I, I try, folks. <laughs> I I try to put that Philly suburb stuff on a shelf when I get behind the microphone, but sometimes it slips. Do you remember? Do you recall Rachel Dolezal? And I don't know, nor really care if I'm pronouncing that right. But do you remember this woman? She was the uh, Caucasian woman who posed as a black woman um, when she was, uh, and she was running Spokane, Washington's chapter of NAACP back in 2015. Um, And after she was revealed to be a white woman posing as a black woman, uh, she stepped down from, (laughs) from running that. Uh, chapter. So, I so there. First, I wanted to just re, remind you of this race faker. Do you remember? Her? Well, check this out. She has been booked and released on welfare fraud charges, and has reported to a Washington jail this past Monday. Now she's since been released um, on her own. Um, but she's accused now of stealing more than $8,000, $8,887 to be exact, in food and child care assistance. She was ordered to turn herself in by Monday last on charges of first-degree theft by welfare fraud, second-degree perjury, and false verification for public assistance. Now, this is being re- reported by KREM. says that she was booked and released. Um... And 90 minutes before the judge's deadline, so nothing like a little procrastination. Uh, fingerprinted, booked, mugshot taken. Washington Post reports that an investigation began after Dolezal, who illegally, who legally changed her name to, uh, excuse me, uh, Nechi Diallo. What? <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. In 2016, wrote a book about her controversial experiences seeing herself as transracial. Her publishing deal included payments of $10,000 to $20,000 as advances against later royalties, according to court documents. At the time, she was reporting a monthly income 
of less than $500 at the time from child support payments. She said she had been unable to find work after her parents revealed she was white and she was forced to resign from the NAACP. She was also fired from a job teaching African studies at Eastern Washington University. Now, according to Fox News, Diallo had actually earned nearly $84,000 from 2015 to 2017. Uh, And this is according to a subpoena of her bank statements and other records. Most of her income from book sales, speaking engagements, art, and other services had not been reported to the State Department of Social and Health Services. If found guilty, Diallo could face up to 15 years in prison and be ordered to pay the full amount owed, $8,887, as restitution. And her trial is set to begin September 10th. It's interesting how things come back to haunt you. Um, And I thought, uh, I saw this, really this story trumped any of them because um, you'll recall uh, the headache that this was uh, that she caused for a lot of people. And um, I don't know, folks, don't pretend you're somebody you're not. You know what I mean? If you're not Asian, don't pretend you're Asian. If you're not white, don't pretend you're white. If you're not black, don't pretend you're black. You know, if you're a jerk, be a jerk. You know? Honesty is still the best policy. It really is. This may be my old-fashionedness coming out again, because sometimes I don't know where society gets their thinking from. But, you know, how long do you think you can go lying about something and it not catch up to you? You know, it's... This is crazy stuff. And that is why she has the honor of being the Wombat of the Week this week. Here on the program. So, um, that's that. So remember, send your Wombat Wannabes, Wombat Wannabes, send them in to me, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or wombat at joelmaholic.com. Yeah, or post them online. Well, I mean, you know, message me. Message me. You don't put them up on the on the page. Just send them in a PM across the Facebook channel so I can get them and look at them and, you know, maybe they make the cut. And we've already had, I think, three or four listener um, submissions picked by yours truly for Wombat of the Week. And what you win, you win the luxurious prize of bragging rights that your story that you submitted was selected. And also keep an eye on the Facebook page too, because as I find video wombats, I post them. I I, I post them on the Facebook page uh, because it's not just in print, folks. There's also video evidence of idiocy going on out there. My most recent one was a guy in, uh, I guess, apparently a video from a flash flood or a flood-ravaged town. And he's standing by the cyclone fence, chain-link fence, if you will, between him and his neighbor. And he's taking buckets of water from his property and throwing them over the chain-link fence into the property next door. That qualifies as a wombat. Video evidence of idiocy. So you can stop by the page to see that as well. Uh, you may have noticed that I did not really go over any days of the week on the show. Uh, I had a lot of things going on. And I sort of like uh, just a little bit of revamp. I, I, I've moved them off. If you noticed on Facebook this weekend, I posted a couple things for days of the year like chocolate day yesterday and today chocolate with almonds day i mean <laughs> you know and i think it's national chocolate month so and here i am i'm a diabetic and i'm posting about this stuff but hey i'm allowed to have some a little bit of dark chocolate so that's all right but 
um, I sort of moved I moved those duties out to social media, and that makes a couple of more minutes on the show for some other uh, for some other topics of discussion. So um, that's where that went. If you're curious, hopefully you didn't just tune in tonight to find out what day of the year this was, but. Uh, Hopefully everybody had a really good uh, holiday week or weekend, depending on what you were able to do. Uh, as I said, the lovely Sharon and I, we did get down to the beach. Not to the actual beach, but, you know, down uh, camping down by the beach. Um, we actually were going to go to the beach with Molly yesterday and take her to the beach yesterday. But a couple of things. One, it was cloudy. It was beautiful, but it was cloudy and breezy, which was great. But that also doesn't constitute a beach day. Plus, we were already on the fence about it because Molly had just gotten groomed on Friday. And getting groomed on Friday, you know, I know she would have had a great time at the beach. But then, you know, right away the very next day on Saturday night, we would have had to, you know, run her through a bath. And we were leery about putting her through that anyway. So she did not go to the beach. Maybe next weekend, you know. Uh, so <laughs> she really likes the beach. Um, but hopefully you were able to get out and do something, uh, and hopefully you kept it safe. Um, uh, you should, um, the only problem we had, let me think, we did have, um, other than the traveling, fireworks, fireworks, fireworks and, and dogs do not mix. Most dogs. There are some dogs that doesn't bother them. Our Molly gets so torn up about about fireworks. One single pop of a firework, and she's shaking out of her skin for like four or five hours. Uh, it's terrible. It is terrible. I always say to myself, you know, if urban warfare broke out here, she would have a stroke. She just would not be able to handle that kind of noise. You know, when you think of the kind of Stuff that goes on, like in the Middle East all the time. And I think to myself, my goodness, if this poor dog had to go through that. So, that was really basically the only problem problem we had was that. Uh, both nights. Friday night, Saturday night. Somebody set off. Not many, just a couple, you know, hooligans that get their hands on cheap fireworks, you know. Um, but... It would have been a good week to post some video wombats of people, you know, kids out in the street firing. You know, they, they, they get the tube full of, what do they call them, roaming candles or whatever, and they light them, and then they shoot them at each other while they're running around the street, like playing god-awful games like that. You know, I just, I just don't know. I can start and end the show saying the same thing. I don't know what's happened to society out here, but here we are. So, anyway, um... And that actually brings us uh, pretty close to the end of the road here at the Big Dead End, calling for the end of the weekend and the end of Sunday night and the end of the Joel Mahalik Show. Uh, so just to remind you, please stop by uh, the website. It's joelmahalik.com. That's where you can listen to the live show, the podcasts. Uh, then you can go to Spreaker through there, and you can download them if you want and put them on a track. You can also get to the blog which is where I write my editorials. You can get to the news page, which seriously, I got to get updated. And um, when the YouTube really takes off, that's already linked there. All the social media is linked there. So uh, that's really like the, the entry gates, the gates to Joel Mahalik heaven. Oh, are right there, joelmahalik.com. So also join me at Facebook at JM Talk. And remember to leave me some feedback, say hi, send a message, send your wombat of the week in, or... Stop by Twitter at WQIB Radio. So that is the entire network in a nutshell. I'll be looking for your submissions for Wombat of the Week this week. And I hope that you all have a very safe week. And we will undoubtedly catch you next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 